0: Sitter Snippets is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brookstein in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bas Yaakov. We last left off explaining Borchu, that the Chazin invites the entire community, to join him in sanctifying Hashem's name and showing him appreciation. It requires Hasmana, kedusha, any sacred act requires preparation, invitation, and we saw that in so many different areas. The call that Sibor responds in turn, that Baruch Hashem Hamevorach. true, he's blessed, Li and adds on, it should be forever and ever. Commitment to Hashem comes from the nature of our relationship. As we've spoken about, the brachas of Shema and Shema represent the next stage of a relationship, the stage of engagement, of commitment, of promise, of pledge towards one another. Why do we have these obligations? Shema, v'yahavtas Hashem that we show Hashem love, how? Bechol with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our finances, all of our resources, with deed, with action. Love of Hashem is not a, a uh, adjective, it's a verb. It means we have to show that. Why? Where does our responsibility or obligation to show Hashem love, to live lives that reflect action and behavior of commitment? It comes because we are beneficiaries of dual status. On the one hand, we're part of the natural world, we're part of the natural order. Hashem, the Almighty, created the world. He created all kinds of creatures and all kinds of natural phenomena and all kinds of stars and constellations, animals and agriculture. And we, human beings, are part of that natural world. But more specifically, we also have an elevated status. We have a special designation. We are the Am HaNivchar. We are the chosen people. We are the choosing people. Because our great-grandfather Avram chose God, he in turn reciprocated and chose us and gave us great responsibility. And so the two brachas that precede Shema reflect these two themes. We're about to speak about Shema, our commitment, our responsibility, our love, the actions, the mission that we have. From where does that mission draw? Why do we bear that responsibility? Responsibility because Yotzer Oruvorikoshek Hashem is the master of nature. He is the curator of the entire natural world. And as as participants of that natural order, as parts of nature ourselves, we owe that responsibility. But moreover, the second bracha, that second bracha, Hashem chose us. He's designated us. He tasked us with this holy mission. And therefore, the two brachas of Shema reflect the two drivers of this commitment of the responsibility that we have. The the great Rebbe has a beautiful insight. He says, when we recite Shema, the Shema Shen Mem Ayin, the Ayin of Shema, Echad, the Dalet of Echad, the Ayin and the Dalet, of course, form the word Eid, which means a witness. When we say Shema, when we recite Shema, when we have mindfulness and intention, when we say Shema, when we declare and affirm Shema, we are accepting God's providence, we are accepting the unity, the oneness of His existence, we're giving testimony. Ayin of Shema and the Dalat of Echad, Eid, we are serving as a witness. But we know that when it comes to the laws of Aidus, the laws of testimony, that as a witness, you can never lie. Moreover, as a witness, you can only testify to that which you know firsthand, to that which you saw. You can't give secondhand testimony. So when we say the Shema, by the time we get up to Shema, you can't talk about God, you can't give Eidus to his existence and his involvement in our life if we don't experience it, if we've never affirmed it, if we're not aware of it if we're not thinking about it. And so the two brachas that precede, precede Shema, we are affirming Hashem's uniqueness and oneness with firsthand personal testimony. We review Hashem's role in nature, and then we talk about his love for us, his people. And only then can we proclaim Shema. So in this section, the two brachos that precede Shema and then the Shema happen in the order that they do, so that by the time we say Shema, the edus is genuine. It's real, it's authentic. This is a testimony not of something we heard secondhand or read in a book. When we declare and when we accept Kabbalah, the ayin and the daal, the edus, the aid, when we're willing to be a witness to testify Hashem is the creator of heaven and earth, then it means we've looked around at the natural order, the natural world, and we see Hashem guiding hand. It means we feel our responsibility as the Am HaNivchar, and therefore the testimony is most accurate and most true. The Atar is Tanya in Perik Memtes says that's why it's called Birchos Kriyashma. It's not a Birchos mitzvah. We don't end the Bracha or we don't recite Asher Kedusha Mitzvah sivanu Likroes Shma, But rather we have yotze or an Avaraba. And yet the two Brachos that don't in- mention Shema and are not formulated as a birchos mitzvah on Shema are still called birchos kriya Shema. Why? Because these are the brachos that enable and empower Shema. In order for us to be valid witnesses, to give that testimony, to affirm that Hashem is the source behind all nature, that Hashem is the one who's tasked us with the responsibility to be the chosen people, we first have to recite these two brachos. They're the birchos, the brachos that enable, that empower kriya Shema. The author of Slobodka in his Oratsofen mentions, the Shulchan and Simon Semen demands that we say Shema BeKavana, BeEma, BeYira, BeReses, BeZeya. When a person says Shema, you can't be casual, you can't be comfortable, you can't be distracted or thinking about other things. You have to be focused, you have to be filled with awe, you have to tremble when you say there's a God, He has expectations, He holds me accountable. That's what Shema is all about. The Shulchan says a special emphasis has to happen to prepare ourselves, to be focused, the only part of davening which is Doraisa, which is biblical, and not only to say it. but the manner, the posture, the mentality with which we say it, so the altar says to arouse our hearts and souls to be prepared to most authentically have a Kabbalah's Omach Hashem, to accept the yoke of heaven, we have to review Hashem's greatness. He's Poah he's Osachadashos. we have to recite these two brachos, so that when we say Shema, we're not just giving lip service, but in fact, we've reviewed His involvement in our life, we've seen His guiding hand in nature, and more directly with us, and therefore, When we're ready to say this bracha, we'll say it most meaningfully.